Folks, County Bites, it's here. We've got Burke Smith coming on. And Mr. Burke Smith, let me tell you, I have probably known him close to three years now. And this guy, he's so amazing. His heart, his soul, everything he does, writing these lyrics, the raps, he actually just engulfs his soul into his music. And he writes pure lyrics, pure raps of what's going on out there, what's in his life. And I'm so happy that he was able to come on and he's going to be on tonight and talk about his life, his influences, his music, everything that creates who he is, his music, and what he believes in. He's a hard worker and he shows it through his music. And I've seen him develop from just two years ago where he was at that point. Now he is, he's just exploding out there on the music scene. He will be on here in just a matter of minutes. Let's listen to a little bit of his, his music here from his latest Spotify, from his Baked, Buzzed, and Broken that is Burke Smith. Running through my veins, the sky is blue, the trees are green. I'm on a vision quest for that vibe. I just need a good vibe. Feel the vibrations, all of that energy. Feeling mother nature with some space to breathe. I'ma hit that gas and just ride. I think me and you, we got too much on. I might be straightforward, I don't mean no wrong. Them eyes are so beautiful, they shine so bright. Look like the stars making love up in the sky. Got the universe is signaling. It's all the right timing My heart been lost a while You the only one to find it Pull, pull me closer Put your hand in mine uh, That feel good Don't that feel nice We've been friends for a minute Think it's time to make a move So it's me or these ladies Honey, what you finna do? N none of these playboys Gonna give you what I got You giving me that vibe I'ma make you feel alive So cl cl climb on You ready or you not? Let's show, show the moon What it's really about I like without regrets So why not right now? I'm vibing Feel the groove Look at what we Found, yeah. I just need a good vibe, feel the vibrations, all of that energy. Feeling mother nature with some space to breathe. I'ma hit that gas and just ride. I'ma have a good time. Alright, Bucks County Bites, we are live here with Berksmith, one of my favorite Bucks County artists. Beautiful music, beautiful writer, so inspirational, and I have him on the show. Hopefully he can tell us all about what's happened to him in this 2020 pandemic, how he has changed any music, what his influences are, and I want him to give us his all, his life story. And he is here and he's going to say, what's up, Bucks County? What's up, baby? How are y'all doing? It's awesome. I miss you. You know, I miss you so bad. You were, you know, you were here in the neighborhood and I always look forward to seeing you because you had this great, just great personality. 
love of life and you just you have heart you have soul and it shows through your music you know that's what i love about it and you have had some awesome tracks out there been following you on all your social media and i really would love for you to talk about you know how the pandemic has changed anything has it changed your writing you know where where's your music influences where do you get it from where does your rating come from you you have some fantastic tracks and where where are you getting that from where's it coming from brandon well um so my first album that i ever released was called big buzz broken um to keep it pg we're not going to get into the meaning of that title but um that that title came from numerous numerous uh occasions in my life that actually taught me major lessons you know whether it had been uh, relationships just ups and downs and um i just you know all the experiences that i've gone through in my life have turned me into who i am today not just as an artist but as a person and how i deal with certain situations has changed dramatically before when i was younger i would just I would go through some stuff and i'd go out and i'd work out now that's not enough you know so when I get another, when I get a little half hour every day, half hour to an hour, I spend time writing songs. And whatever I'm feeling that day is what determines what kind of beat I'm writing to. When the beat plays, it pulls out everything that I'm feeling inside. So it's pretty cool. 2020 has been, um, it's been wild. It's definitely been wild. Uh, I haven't had, nothing really has changed for me. I've been working this whole time. I just stayed chasing the money. Yes, absolutely. And um, I've loved it. I've loved it because it's given me a peace of mind. I've found a part of me that I lost for a while. You know, when you're chasing music and you're chasing, you're chasing that dream, you kind of lose touch with who you are as a person. And this pandemic was what I needed to get back into the swing with myself and my soul because I um, I got back to my old ways. I got back to working out. I got back to meditating and I've been reading some books. So you meditate and do you see that like that helps you a lot during this time? Absolutely. Absolutely. You didn't do this before because you were working and writing and so you were taking time for yourself a little bit more? Well, um, it didn't work for me at first. Meditating didn't work for me at first, but as I started to settle down and get back to myself and, you know, I uh, started to drop some of the anxieties of being an adult, um, it was a lot more easier for me to actually find my inner self and meditate. With that meditation brought to the light all the things that I really needed to be doing at that time. Um, not just doing what other people want me to do, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm following my path, yeah. you know? That's what it's about. You need to follow what you want to do. I know people always want you to do certain things, but that might be what they want. It's not what you want. And it's all about what do you want out of life? Do you want to write? Do you want to produce music? Yes. And the only way you're going to do it is just keep pursuing it. And it has, it's a lot of work and you keep doing it. You keep doing it. And eventually, somewhere along the line, it's going to happen. I mean, you have, I've seen the changes over the time 
I know when you were writing and you were hoping to, you know, get the right connections, it, and it takes time, you will get there. And you're on Spotify, you got your music out there, and it's being seen, it's being heard. And we can see that. And the problem is with 2020, because you really can't have any live performances, and now you have to turn to, you know, virtual live streaming. It's a little different. It's, it's harder, but it, it can happen. And I know your friends are out there supporting you. I see that. They're all there for you. And we know that music, the music's good. I really like it. I like the one song on there on your new one is that Missing You. Um, you've really got some great lyrics and it's just, where did, I mean, the influences that you have, are they coming from just from your childhood through your adult years? Are you listening to certain artists that, you know, give you more like perspective and what do you hear? And it starts to make the creative juices start flowing. You want to know? Um, well, <clears throat> my creative juices come from trauma and you know things that i've been through. now my my experiences aren't necessarily the same as somebody else's somebody else might have had a 20 pound block dropped in their head but i just went through some pretty shitty relationships you know what i mean and you know um having that that being said that song missing you was legit it was about um a while ago i was in a great relationship and it went south real quick and what i did was when i heard that beat it took me back to the exact emotion that i was feeling in that time so i was able to write what i would have written if i was a rapper that and i was able to basically i was holding that inside of me i wasn't letting it go it was more of a it was it was it was bringing me down so when I wrote that song, it was almost like we put it off my shoulders. Yeah, it made a big difference when you get when you get it out there. So you, do you write it? You write it on paper? Do you actually when you put these lyrics down? When you put these raps down? Do you are you writing it actually like pen paper or do you put it in um, like a voice recorder? Are you how are you putting it out there and then then you record it? So what's your method? What do you do? How do you go about it? Well, what I do is <clears throat> I am different. I put on a beat, I put on a beat, and sometimes it takes me hours to find the beat that actually I wanted to work with in that very moment. Once I find that beat, what I begin to do is I, I just, I make noises. I make noises for, you know, I make noises until I find, um, let me reiterate on that. The noises that I make are like, Bam, 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 bam. It goes everywhere that there should be a syllable in a word. That's where a noise is going to go. So once I figure out the flow of the song with the noises that I'm making, I start putting lyrics on those syllables and it just starts all flowing together. You know what I mean? It doesn't take very long. It doesn't take very long, but I haven't, uh, the only other person that I really have heard do that is Eminem. You know, I, I listened to a couple of interviews. I, I don't know what came over me, but for some reason, I was thinking in my head, you know, I really love Eminem. And for some reason, you, for some reason, the way you are writing what you do, it reminds me of him. And just the way he did it, you know, when he went through all the trauma and everything he did as a kid, 
and through his adult life and the way he is doing that, it's so similar to what you do. That's what I see. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know, the man's a genius, and you are a genius to just we need to get you out there and to see absolutely to see the right people i mean and now is the time to do that one of the things like i've been follow i follow gary b and he's really great with his network like net marketing networking uh influencing everything that he does and it's about constant 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 being seen that's all you want to do be out there in the audience constantly be seen it doesn't matter you should be putting 10 15 posts out there a day every single day and they just you're flooding them you're flooding the people and beyond you know the community that he has this in community i got into it and when you see you literally get text messages from gary v j lo and you're kidding he's so like wait a minute that just didn't happen is that them really no it is them because then they, when something comes out, you're directly getting it before they even put it out on social media. So that community thing is pretty awesome for artists, musicians, people, pocket, anywhere in the entertainment industry. Now, you know, you come out here, it's like, all right, well, I just did a podcast. I'm going to send it out to my audience. They're going to send it out to their audience, their communities. And we just get it out all over the place. That's how, you know, people can be heard and seen more. It's the time. This this pandemic has been good thing and bad thing. For people that are Absolutely. kind of market and <clears throat> it's fantastic because it's a new way. Think about the real estate too. Real estate market's been booming lately. People are leaving the cities. You know, New York is a ghost town. Brooklyn, Manhattan. They're dead. You wouldn't catch me living there. Oh, That's for damn sure. Horrible. And they're all leaving like they're going to the West Coast, they're going north. They're just getting the hell out of the city. And that's why that's the, booming. Real estate's booming because people want to buy homes outside. They don't need to live in expensive New York. And I feel I feel sad and sorry for the people there that have businesses, the restaurants, the gyms, everything, because they can't operate without all the. They have to have the people, and they don't have the people anymore. So, but you know, for certain industries, it's doing well, and certain industries not so well. But you know, that's why. You have to think differently. How do you want to market? How do you want to be heard? And this is the new world, you know, and it's it's coming down to where to get into the virtual world more, um, drone world. All these new technologies is going to be beneficial to the way we work. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and what you're doing, like, you know, there's so many different new music platforms that are out there and you're in there at the right time. You're coming into this and you're going to explode. You will explode. I know you will <laughs> because you're you're in there at the right time. I mean, you're only how you're what, 20, maybe 24, something like that? 25. 25 and all. Close? Yeah. Yeah, you're close. You're at a fantastic age. I mean, so do you have people, um, other people working with you as far as your music? Do you have people like doing your mixing, editing? Do you have people, um, you know, working with your tracks right now? Like you have. I do. I do have a team, and I've had the same team for about a year, year and a half now. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing to me is I. Networking is huge. Networking is huge. So I'm trying to trying to build a networking team of musicians of 
people who produce, people who make music videos and everything. I've been meeting as many people as possible, but I keep my immediate circle very small because I don't want egos to get in the way of dreams. So I've been there, done that with baseball. So I'm not doing it with this. So how many how many uh, people do you have on your team right now? What do you got? Um, as of right now, I mean, five, including two of my best friends that are just motivators. That's my immediate, that's my immediate team. Other than that, I've, this year, just 2020 alone, I have met more producers and more filmmakers than I ever have in my whole entire life. Now, it's because I'm, well, I think it's just because, yeah, well, everything is different, but everybody is trying so much harder to get out there now. They're trying so much harder to get out there that it's almost easier for us to find what we need. Now, you brought up earlier before we started the, con the podcast, you brought up, um, what was the app that you just found out about? So the new thing, and I was going to talk about this too. So I just got the invite for Breaker. And I wasn't sure, you know, I'm always looking at new stuff, like what is out there to get seen, get heard. And I'm constantly on this, constantly searching. And Breaker comes in, it's like, we're inviting you to get in on Breaker for people that are influencers that can help people in the music industry to be seen, to be heard. Because I have a podcast and I bring artists on, I bring individuals, I bring businesses in. So they know that that's a good, it's a good platform for people to be seen and heard, right? Absolutely. And the nice thing is that I love turning my, my podcast into the YouTubes because not for the people that say you don't have a paid subscription, you know, Spotify costs money. If you want to, if you want to listen nonstop to everything, you have to have, a, you have to have a subscription, right? Any iHeartRadio, but in YouTube, it's free and you can listen to this podcast on a YouTube when I put it together. It doesn't usually take too long. Some people pay me to get out there quicker because it was something special. They want the here's this money. I want you. I want to be first before everybody else goes on. And I understand that. So they get, you know, first tips. I'll get their YouTube done before the other ones. Um, so that's what I do. And I love doing it because those people that love hearing you, hearing me, they can go on to the YouTube and say, well, you know, I can check his pictures out. I can see his links. I can see everything. It's right there. You know, and it works great. And Breaker is going to be, that's something new. So it's going to be interesting on how it works. You know, what what's going to be involved? I think the, the greatest thing about it is it's going to be cheap. I think, you know, it's going to put the ball in the artist and the filmmakers court because it's going to be cheap. What right now, like the past, I don't even know the past three years, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on just getting equipment together, recording music, recording videos, keeping my mental state sane. And, you know, with this, with these new apps, with these new programs, it's going to keep it cheap for the artist because the people that are on these are on breaker or on these other apps. They're people that are just starting out. They're just starting out. So they need to keep their price low if they want to get sales. So that's the best. 
about it is it's basically just a I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine type app. And I, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in trying it out. Oh yeah, I'm definitely like I said, I got into it right away. I mean, I it's pretty new. I know. I think there's another app called Fiverr. Oh yeah, that that's out there. It's been out there for a while. Yeah, I actually was just introduced to that a couple weeks ago by my producer. Okay. Um, I was trying to find someone to do artwork for my uh, my new cover for my new album coming out on New Year's Eve, and uh, I went on there and I found a guy in about twenty minutes. Wow! He did the, art, yes. he did the artwork for about ten bucks. You got your artwork done by somebody on Fever then. You didn't do that yourself. Yeah. Well, um, on on my previous album, I did it myself, okay. and I had help from a couple people, but. Um, I think to get to get the best work done, I like to get multiple personalities into it, not just myself. Okay, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know people that do use that for like even editing and mixing podcast or anything that you need done. Um, there's people out there just they don't know how to get that stuff done. Like, you know, one of the biggest things is I've got dog barks and. <laughs> I have to edit the dog parks out where some people just don't know how to, you know, edit that. It, it's, it's not easy. Um, but it takes time. It might take me like, if I have a lot of dog barks going on, it takes me a couple hours to get all those out. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's a creation editing. It, it all takes time, you know, and, and creating a cover art for your, for your Spotify. I mean, it, I love it. I love that image that I see for yours. Um, it's great that you're using Fever because you know there's a lot of people out there on Fever, you know, and we're we're giving them work, giving them some help, you know, they need to survive too. Exactly, it's like it's like a, a very big Indian village. Yeah. We all just help each other out with what whatever we can't do, somebody else can. That's right. That's right. I know. So what do, what do you think's gonna happen uh, towards the end of the year here? I mean, you've got your Music's going. Um, are you going to start doing more videos? What do you have planned for the end of the year? You know, we're almost, you know, at the end here. We have two months left. Um, and what about next year? What do you see happening? What do you want to work on as far as more music, video work? What do you got? My biggest thing for 2021 is um, my biggest thing I want to work on is quality. You know, the, the album. The album that I dropped, Big Buzz Broken, it's fantastic. You know, for for most people, it's it's great for have been doing it for ten years. I've only been doing music for two two and a half years now, and that was the first album we ever put out. The fact that the quality was that good on the first album just shows me that in three to five years, when we're really, kicking, I mean, it's going to be pristine. So our goal, my team's goal is to get as much content as possible and get the best quality and and deliver the best quality that we can to the consumer possible because the thing is like you know you go on tiktok if you go on tiktok sometimes there's blurry videos that blow up just because they're crazy I but see that. Yes, it's crazy. You see some of these people making these TikTok. I'm like, why is that video getting 16,000, 25,000, 500,000 people hitting that? And it's like, why? When you know it's, got, just, you it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. But when you get the quality 
which is you know not no pixelations the lighting is good the sound quality is good you're way more um the probability of someone actually going on there and sharing it and liking it is way higher than if you had terrible quality on there you know what i mean so that's that's our goal is to just get as much music out as possible at the highest quality we can achieve now, you know what you i mean have a studio do you have to go to a studio do you have a studio in the house do you have one of your team members that has that that you can work in um so i've been working with the same producer for about a year and a half now his name is sean and um he's he's fantastic now we do have some kinks to work out um i don't believe that every song that we released on big buzz broken was radio ready because sometimes the levels were a little bit off although it sounds great coming through the speakers um it is what it is you know we got got to get better so what i did was i actually this year during the quarantine i was working and i wasn't spending money because i wasn't going out to the bars i wasn't going to doing promos i was just staying home working coming home and writing music so what i did was i spent about three to five grand on studio equipment i built my own studio in my bedroom oh, and wow. well, tell me about your studio how did you build your studio well i just i spent as little money as possible on the best quality um components so i got i got an interface which was a scarlet it was a scarlet um second generation scarlet it was the smaller one because i don't need all the plugins that everybody else has i only have a mic going into it and a speaker or uh my headphones so I, basically it's a very simple studio setup but the quality that it generates is unbelievable you wouldn't think that that this was in my bedroom you know what i mean wow. so it, it's pretty great um but the crazy thing is I think three years ago, four years ago, um, me and a couple of my buddies were actually flipping storage units. We were going out and uh, going to these auctions, buying storage units for very cheap and selling the items inside, just like Storage Wars. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen the I've seen the show. So you just flip it. You, you know, whatever is the contents, it may be some good stuff in there, right? And you just sell exactly. it and you make some money oh my. at it. Yeah. And it's incredible because I the the element of surprise for me is is huge. <laughs> so. Um, Anyway, so a couple of years ago, I uh, my buddy sent me a picture of these microphones that he had laying around. And he was like, hey, listen, I'll give you each of these for, I think it was like 75 bucks. And I bought them and I said, I'll probably need these one day. Well, I bought all this studio equipment and I was about to buy a $700, $700 microphone. Okay. And I looked at these mics that I had laying around. I said, you know what? Let's just try these out. I looked them up. They're like $450 microphones I got for 75 bucks each. I have two of them. One is for my future podcast that I create. And one is for recording in the studio. Um, Very cool. What kind of, so what kind of microphones did you get? What were they? I got I to gotta, uh, go in here. I think it's a... Mm, here, give me one second. I'm actually in my room now. It's kind of a disaster. <laughs> it's all right. Everything's a disaster in 2020. What's the difference, right? <laughs> it's actually a um, it's a Rode NT1A. Oh, that's a that's a nice one. You got you did well. Yeah, I got two of them too. I was so I got very lucky. 
That Fair is least. very cool. So now what do you use when you, you built this studio? Did you build walls? Did you put in, like did you put insulation or panels in there to keep it? I did not actually. I did not. What I did was my uh, I have a walk-in I have a walk-in uh, closet in my bedroom. Now, I'm a very uh, messy person when it comes to my bedroom. I've clothes everywhere, but it's an or it's organized chaos. It's an organized so, chaos, okay. In my closet, I have clothes like I so I have clothes hanging up at the back. I have clothes running up the side of my wall, trying to get out of my bedroom, and it actually acts as the perfect insulation for a studio. Oh, yeah, what I what I did was <laughs> I put my microphone i ran a wire from my computer into my closet and i put a tapestry a thick tapestry over where the door goes because yeah. there's no door in my closet well i go in there and i record i actually record with the mic facing the closet the back of the closet where the clothes are hanging up yeah. and close instead of the sound ricocheting back to the microphone and making it sound all distorted the clothes actually catch it and dissipate any noise that was going to be coming back so it works very great acoustically it's really good because the walls of my room are very thin they're not dense so it kind of the sound kind of hits them and just like it just fades away you know what i mean so it's very it's interesting pretty cool. i mean i hear a lot of people that do use closets with the clothes and it, it works great as like a, a mini studio you know some people have apartments so they have noisy dogs or whatever it is and they can get in there at least it makes editing a little bit easier. It's not so noisy in the background. So that's yeah. great. That's great. Now, it's definitely know. not the best that it's going to be. But for preliminary efforts, no. yeah. this is like the best that it could be. Oh, you've got more. Don't worry. Your future is very, very, <sighs> very strong. I can see it. I can know it. I, I just I feel it. You know, this is the beginning, and I know you've always believed that you are going to make it. And you've got a powerful, powerful belief in that. I know you do. And so do your friends. So I just, yeah. I remember, I remember the first real girlfriend I ever had. Um, and her name was Olivia. She, you know, we broke up, and she told me, she said, you're never going to be anything. And I told her, I said, I promise you, I don't know what it's going to be. I might be the best janitor in the world, but I'm gonna be the best at something. Yes, could be the and best truck driver, the best garbage truck. It doesn't matter. The best garbage collector. Whatever you do, you make the best of it, and you can be the best of the best. And exactly. There's millions of things you can do in the world, and just you want to be the best that you can be. Don't try to be another Gary Vee. Don't try to do another Eminem. Be you. Be individual make that music make it make it you that's what it's exactly. about see if you do the same thing as somebody else that's only more competition for yourself right if you change the game and there's only one person that's ever done it the way you do it mm -hmm. how are you gonna lose that's right you're not you won't let's see that's see that's the difference there right there what you just said that's what makes you strong and powerful and that's what makes your music so great because that's what you believe in and that's what's going to change things you know people that didn't believe and you once you come out of all this craziness and i see you out there and someone discovers you you do get a label you get a record you get a record label company 
I could say, yeah, I had him on my show. <laughs> I was like, I saw, <laughs> I saw it coming. <laughs> Listen, I will, even if that day comes, I will continue to be on your show because, you know, yeah. you're just you're a great person. Obviously, this is this is crazy. I, when, I, when I first saw that you were making a podcast, I thought you were just doing it for fun. Oh, I, well, you know, I kind of, so what happened, I lost the business. Aaron's not flying because he lost his job. The business um, was the cross-country Uber, well, right? It was, well, it wasn't even Uber. Um, I cross-country drove cars um, for the last seven years. You know, and it was wow. crazy busy. I was nonstop. I was always gone. You know that. Oh, my gosh. Every time I saw you pull in, you were gone for like three days. You came back, vacuum eyes, and it was wild. And, you know, I was hauling, like, i taken Penske trucks and just people's SUVs. It was a good thing. You travel, you know, flying first class and driving great vehicles, unloading. I was just great everywhere in the country. But March 21st came, and that was it. It was the end. It was the last day I flew. I drove a car back from Florida, and I never saw, like, now I got, I really did. I got bummed out. Brandon, that was horrible. I got really, I got depressed because I didn't know what was going to happen. How do I deal with this? I've never, ever sat still from the farm days of working seven days a week, nonstop through all the other things I've done in my life. I've never stopped from the time I've been four years old. And when you come to a complete halt and you're like, now what? What do I have to do? So you got to start thinking about like, you know, I love people. I love to talk. And I love learning new things and knowing what people are doing out there. So someone said, you should start a podcast. I'm like, what are you kidding? What, I, I, can't, I can't do that. How do I do that? Well, of course, I researched it. I researched everything I could. And I got the equipment. I got the microphones. I got a, a, a new computer. I, I took the money that I was spending on travel you know, now I'm putting the money in, in my home. I'm not traveling, I'm not spending gas, no tolls, no travel expense, nothing. All that money just stayed in the house and created a studio. My woman cave that I have contains a gym, it contains a sauna, it contains a studio for recording podcasts. And I'm doing it and it's doing very well. It's listened to all over the world. I've got tons of subscribers, tons of downloads, and it keeps growing and it's crazy. I'm like, wait, that did that just happen? I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> so I'm like just going with it. But the biggest and the hardest thing is to get the sponsorships. Once they start seeing you, like you're on every platform and you have a good show with content, they will say, well, can I do a sponsor? I want to do a sponsorship. I want my ads in your, your show. That's where then they pay you to put those ads in there. That's what I need yet. That's what I'm looking for. Well, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It just takes I looked at your Instagram. Yeah. I looked at the Instagram that you run. And I mean, it looks nothing short of Gary V's Instagram. <laughs> Gary V's crazy. I see his. I'm like, man, he's just crazy. And, and like, I don't post as much. Like, I should be doing eight and 10 posts. I do as much as I can. But my Instagram's got, what, almost 9,000 followers. And it's growing. It's growing. And I don't know if Gary V posts all those videos by himself. He does I think he, he has a team. He has a big yeah. marketing team. And I saw his um, coffee and networking show today. 
and he has people on there with him. They're doing the Zoom. He goes in and says, hey, take this and put this up. They take clips of their video and they do marketing. They have a team. You have to. When you get to that level, you can't do that by yourself. Hell no. No. Hell no. It's a lot of work. Even right now, even where you're at right now, it feels like it feels like you just, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to put a little bit of weight on because it's a lot yeah, to bear. It is a lot, a lot to bear. I mean, I'm out there, I'm I'm doing the podcast and I take it like sometimes I'm doing two or three shows in a day and I get try to get one out like, you know, I'm doing three a week because I might be doing six to ten shows in a week. Some of them make it on, some don't because I don't have time to do them all. I'll do them and then I'll just edit and then get them out there. I got a lot waiting to get on. Then the YouTubes have to be made. Get the YouTubes out there, market, promo. It takes time. And there, it's like, what, are you working? Yeah, I'm working. I don't get paid to do it, but I'm working. I'm working on creating that brand, getting it out there. You know, I actually work for a, a, an author too. So the author, I edit his books and we work on getting them published. So I get them published and out there. We did an ebook. We've done a few others on Amazon and he has more coming. So not only am I doing this, I'm doing the books. I have a way to do voiceovers with AI, artificial intelligence. I can pick whatever voice I want, whatever language I want, and I can make people's ebooks into that, whatever voice they want. So that's another wow. thing I'm doing. It's a multiple, multiple things that I've come up with. I had to. There's got to be ways of making income. So I keep working, keep working hard. Never give well, up. Well, I can't even begin to tell you how inspiring it's been to watch you grow because, you know, I just, I just saw it on Snapchat. My mom a few months ago told me like, hey, Martha told me that she, st that she started a podcast and she wants you on it. And Oh yeah, I told you that almost uh, six weeks ago, like I am going after him. I want him on because I know if I can get him out there and if I, once I promo your YouTube and the podcast itself, I know you're going to get a couple thousand, at least two, three thousand views just on the IG, that alone. Then I'll do a Facebook promo. That'll probably hit about a hundred thousand. And I know once I do the YouTube, that can go anywhere from five to ten thousand. So people are going to see that. And that helps you. It gets you seen and more visibility. That's what it's about. You've got to be seen and heard. Push Absolutely. it, push it, push it. Just keep and just run with it. Don't look back. There's no limit in this game. And then there's no, you know, a lot of, there's been times where I said, you know, um, I, I don't even know how to put this in the words. Um, Give me a second. I got to think about this. That's okay. Um, you know, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the work never stops. It doesn't matter how big you get. You There's always room to grow. It's not never-ending process. This whole, just the industry itself, whether we're talking about YouTube, podcasts, you know, uh, television networking, there's never, there's always room to get better. And people think that you know, as soon as you make it, you made it. That's the thing. When you make it, the work comes in tenfold. It's, it's, it's it, I'm not even there yet. And I already, I'm preparing myself for it because there's a certain, there's a certain stamina about this stuff. And if you don't got it, 
You don't got it. If you got it, it's game on. You have to keep working hard. And, you know, when you get those high levels, just think about the entertainment industry. Think about the actresses, the actors, the musicians, everybody else. They work hard and they work harder when they get to that level because they have to maintain that level. It's a mess. You know, you can do it, but you just got to keep going with it. You just can't stop. I mean, I had somebody call me up. They, they just interviewed me. They interviewed me, not for a podcast, but for a magazine. Now, this is like the sixth or seventh time I've done this for some, you know, Uber did it once. I got in their magazine. But they, you know, it's wow. like, well, you know, you just keep doing it. And like visibility. And, you know, you just keep working hard and keep trying. And eventually you get somewhere with it. I mean, I wasn't expecting to go from working on a farm, Brandon, to 30 horses, to driving across the country, to flying, to doing a podcast. My life has changed, random, like just really crazy. I never expected that. It's gross. And we know that we, when I met you, this fantastic, cool guy who gave me a hug, I'll never forget my hug. I was like, I got hugged by the future a future artist who's going to make it big. And I, he's like, you know, I do have contacts with artists and I've told them about you, but they're so crazy busy and they know eventually they'll either get to you or they don't. But, you know, knowing that you've already met people, you've met a lot of people in the industry and that's huge. That, that does make a big difference where you're going to go. It's Absolutely. People, you know, the contacts. Networking is networking is everything and i gotta get you in the community thing too i will send you i have a number it's an actual number and when you get in the community and say if you sign up for it you'll get a text from probably carrie v yourself and a bunch of other people like it's just a really cool thing if you can build that up and you get these communities that just like takes it so far i mean it goes and right now it's just the united states it's new can I tell you, like, I would do some really dirty things to get on Gary Vee's butt. <laughs> you would? <laughs> Very dirty. <laughs> Peanut go... butter and jelly. Well, That's I... all I got to <laughs> When I go live on those shows, I mean, I do. I try to get in there when he does a networking. I'll make a note that uh, I've got a, a guy who's up and coming musician who would really do anything for you. <laughs> you get pretty down and dirty. <laughs> he probably make a. He might make him smile, make make him blush a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. He knows when you want something, you gotta pull out all the stops, yeah. measures. When you really want something, you just gotta go for it, whatever it takes. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you look back at him twenty years ago, you see. I mean, he he was doing his. He was doing his wine. His wine podcast. Yeah. Twenty years. Yeah. He was. Now, He's uh. He's got wine text. I think it's called winetext.com. That's what it is. It's, and it's like big. The podcast is big. He did that a long time ago, but it's everything he does just, it goes crazy. It just takes off. But that's because he's constantly pushing it. He's pushing it. But also when he's talking about it, it's not just, he's not just having a conversation. He is, his passion his passion about everything that he talks about mm. is unmatched. It's unrivaled by anybody in the country. And that's why he sells. 
because people believe what he's talking about is real shit. And that's what he tells people out there too. He wants you to believe in you and what you have, the love, the commitment that you love the product, whatever you're doing, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a movie, whether it's music. It's you and you're doing what you want to do and it's you that's pushing it and selling it because you're selling yourself. It might not be selling the product, but it's the person behind it. If you believe in it and people believe in you, that's the way it works. That's what he wants people to do. Well, if you don't believe in your product, no one's going to believe in you, period. Yeah, you got to believe in, like, I believe in my podcast. I love my podcast. And people know that and see it, and they that's what brings people in. I had people call me because, oh, can I get on so I can talk about what I do? People, authors, restaurants, and I was sure, you can come on. I got a whole lineup of next week of women in business, and they're all going to come on. So it, it's you love what you do. I love talking to people, and I love talking to you and talking about your music. I had an experience a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, for the past two years, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm perfect because nobody is. I'm not by any means. Um, I struggled with a little bit of depression, a lot of anxiety the past couple years. And this year, I kind of grabbed it by the balls and I, and I made it. I made it a tool. I made my anxiety a tool. You know, when I, I get it. I kind of reevaluate the situations around me. And if I'm, if I'm having anxiety about, about a person or the situation I'm in, I remove myself from the situation or I just go harder. So it tells me what to do. It's like a second personality. It just tells me what to do. But a couple of weeks ago, I had an experience. I was actually at Bolero in uh, Feasterville. I was down there with my buddies. We had like 10 people there. You know, we were, we were out bowling, drinking, having a good time. And, when we left, there was these two guys that I actually eyed up a couple of times when we were in there. They looked, they looked famous. You know what I mean? They just oh, looked yeah. famous. So we walked out of the place and there was like four cars left in the parking lot. And these guys had these huge subs in their cars and they were just blasting music. Well, my best friend, being who he is, went off to him all cocky and told him, hey, throw Burksmith on, put Burksmith on. So they put it on and they started playing it. And instantly now two years ago that might one of my songs might have came on and i would have been in a in a kangaroo hut you know what i mean just just not being myself kind of just like being a little timid being quiet but this song came on it was actually city vibes city vibes came I on i love that song <laughs> when that one i lost myself and what happened in that moment was I sold myself to these two gentlemen that were listening and their and their wives or girlfriends, whatever they were. They listened to me and they saw my passion and instantly they followed me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Wow. Wow, that's so in cool. In five minutes, within five to ten minutes of them following me on platforms, yeah. I got more likes on my YouTube because they were checking it out. Because they're checking it out. So yeah. well, you gotta be passionate. If you're not passionate about what you're trying to sell to people, you're never gonna get the work that's ever right. that's exactly what is it's all about it's the passion and love you gotta have it for whatever it is whatever you do like if you're passionate about horses it'll work if you're passionate about your driving it works passionate about your music it doesn't matter passionate about flying no matter who you are what you do you just do it believe in it believe in yourself and you'll make it happen
being passionate and, and it's not just it's not just loving it because loving it only gets you so far you can love it and still sure. you know you what's the difference love it and it doesn't work as much as you have to believe the difference the difference between um the difference between a fantasy and reality fantasy is something that you just talk about you dream about you want it not really willing to put the work in yeah. when you can turn that fantasy into reality it's only done because you had passion it's only done because you had legit love and you made it happen you got to put the work in and i i say it endlessly i just you know people think that people think that work is you know doing homework they don't want to do the work because associated with giving their time up for other bullshit that they could be doing like yeah. playing friends or going to the drink at the bar but in reality if you want something you have to make uh what sacrifices you have to make sacrifices in your life when you don't don't make sacrifices especially to your social life Mm -hmm. when you listen to any rapper any rapper musician anything actor who's 18 to 25 their entire 20s were devoted to chasing their dreams they weren't out there hanging out with friends. They weren't out there on their FaceTime and all that stuff. They were hustling the whole time. And unfortunately, that's how it is. You gotta hustle. You have to hustle. 24-7. Yeah, you can't be out there getting drunk, getting high, getting messed up on everything. Cause that's just not, it's just not gonna work. You have to hustle. I don't know many people out there that are, they're doing all those things and able to work right. You know, they can't be messed up on all the you know they can't be an addict they can't be someone that's drunk it's it doesn't work i had somebody on recently who's a she was she was an addict and recovered and then she got a business and she's doing very well you have to be a hustler and want it so bad and she wanted to be healthy she wanted to be clean and she made it happen finally and because of that she has a fantastic business and she's doing well you gotta just believe in what you can do. And it's a shame she lost all those years before, but she's not looking back. She's helping other people. She's helping those people that, that are having trouble being an alcoholic, um, being addicted to the alcohol. So, you know, more power to her. And, you know, we try to help people out there as much as we can, but you still gotta do the work yourself. You know, we can help you, guide you, and you've gotta put the time in. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't learn how to. Uh, I didn't learn how to chase, how to chase my dreams, just from thinking about it. You know, I I played, I played baseball, basketball, and football my whole life. Well, especially I went to college and played baseball, and through my whole entire career, you know, in any in life, there's ups and downs. You know, in baseball, there's slumps. I was in multiple slumps, and the only way to get out of that was to keep working, keep pushing forward. Because if you let that slump affect you as a person you're never gonna get out of it that goes hand in hand with real life not just sports you know there's always ups and downs people aren't listening to your stuff you got to work harder that's right that's it that's what it's about just keep working hard and that's what we're telling everybody out there just keep working hard no matter where you are especially now 2020 baby this is the year of working hard because <laughs> yes, you you're going to go insane staying in your house. And that's a fact. You know what? I feel like I'm working harder now 
than I've ever done because before, yeah, driving, I was working, but it was, you know, it's out, there, it's out in the world. Now I'm stuck in my house, but it's work. <laughs> Carrying dogs inside and out of the house is crazy. They can't walk, so you got to carry them in and out. It's so hard, but then you got to put all the other work that you have to do. So you really, you're working harder in 2020 than you ever have done in your life. Trying Absolutely. To make it happen. Yeah. How are my boys doing? Well, Hercules. Oh, Brandon, Hercules cannot walk. Um, he had a uh, surgery just recently. Had a huge mass taken out of him. I wanted to make him comfortable, and they finally did the biopsy for it. It's a low-grade sarcoma, which we know it's cancer, but it's low-grade, which he could last a lot longer because of that low-grade. But the problem is he can't walk. I literally, we have a harness or towel support. You have to hold him up, carry him out, and then you have to hold him up so he can pee and poop. And it's no life. It really isn't. I mean, he still eats and he drinks and he barks like a senile. He's like a senile dog. He barks at two, oh, like all night and keeps me up. So now I'm like up all night and I sleep sometimes and I just try to figure out how to sleep. But Sam is falling down, like he can walk, but he's lost a lot of muscle on the back end. So you have to be careful, like he can fall over. He just turns and then he falls over. It's no. terrible to see them age, and they are. They're both 13, so I understand it's, it's that time. Um, you just have to know when to make the right call. And right now it's... I think it's getting, well, it's definitely close because I don't know how much longer I can keep up doing this. And it's just not fair that he lays in one position all day and then when he gets, when he's ready to go out, I'll bark and then carry him out, do his business and then carry him back in. It's just, it's no way to live. And it, it breaks my heart. I had a couple podcasts just about Hercules, just talking about him. It, it's really hard, tough. And I think that's one of the reasons I like doing my podcast because it kind of distracts me from what is really happening. It gives me that little bit of a break that I can come down here, talk to people, and then go up and deal with the problems with the dogs. Yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I, I know you love Herc and I know you love Sam. And they do. They're good boys. They miss you. You have to stop over. Stop over and say hi. Yeah, I mean, I live five minutes away. So I know. I'm it's true. I didn't know if you moved away since that. I mean, it's been, what, a year since you've been gone? Is that, is that yeah. yeah, about a year and uh, three months. Okay. Yeah, you're not far away. Yeah. It's just that, you know, the pandemic kept us in the house. I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea that you stopped driving. I had no idea. I mean, how about uh, Sad. is he uh, is he still flying or no, no? He lost his job. Oh. So what happened was when the pandemic hit, of course the flying diminished. I, I've been trying to get him to come on a podcast just to talk about aviation, but he doesn't want to. So in May 2019, there was 3.3 million flights of United. In May of 2020, it dropped to 320,000 flights in May. Wow. So that shows you how, and it has not come back up. It's, it's come a little higher, but they don't, 
I don't see it coming back up for another two to three years. Those numbers will not come back till two to three years from now. So 40,000 United airline workers were furloughed, never knowing when they'll return, if they ever will again. American Airlines are seeing first and second waves of furloughs. Delta, Southwest, all of the airlines are seeing it. They're flying planes into the desert to park them in their graveyards. Because wow. there's nowhere, what are you gonna do with the planes? They can't sit just anywhere. They have to be in a dry area in a desert. So they were getting these flights that, they're looking for pilots to fly planes to the desert. The only thing that's doing good right now, and I guess you probably know this, Amazon has gone through the roof. It's, what, 100,000 times what they were doing before. They need cargo, they need cargo hauled across the world. So not only are they, they need more pilots, they're buying more planes. Their fleets are growing and all cargo haulers everywhere. So they're hiring. But the problem is you've got, say you got 40,000 pilots out of work and there's only 10,000 available positions. That's a, it's cutthroat business right now to be a pilot. Don't want to be in the airline industry right now. You don't want to be in transportation. I've seen Newark. I did get a couple trips. I drove a puppy to Las Vegas, which is really interesting. And I drove to Wyoming and I drove to Colorado. There was three trips I actually got in seven months. And wow. the airlines, were they were empty, planes. The airports were empty and all the stores are closed. There might be one coffee shop open. And this, I'm, talk, I'm talking Vegas. I've been to San Francisco. They were, it was a holiday, it was empty. I've never seen it ever like that in my life. It was scary, it's a ghost town in the airports. I've been to Newark, it's a, it's a ghost town. Philly is a ghost town. It's everywhere. Sad. Yeah, it's very sad. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully yeah. we see some uprise in the next. Hopefully, next year. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. No, we don't. we don't. Hopefully, hopefully they figure out something with a. Uh, I mean, I don't really know if I believe in the vaccine, but at least you know, probably seventy-five percent of the country does. So, hopefully, hopefully something changes here, I hope but. So too. We'll see what happens and just pray we, for the best. All we can do is keep focusing on what we got to do and helping other people. Because that's what if we, I do. that's what you do. We spread the love. That's that's all we can do. We have you to know? care and help others as much as we can. I mean, I'm helping the neighbor here, who um, he's 83, and you probably remember Ian and Sue. Yeah. Well, she passed away in April. What? She had very bad cancer, um, brain, brain cancer, and I think bone. She, it was very hard, it was very fast. It took her very quickly. But she got sick in December and she was gone by April. I remember oh that because she was taking care of the dog. She was, she was over here and when I was driving, she was helping. The next thing you know, she got sick and she ended up over in a pine run and of course, Ian now is left alone. So I've been helping him with the house and the dogs. It's been hard on him, the depression, the sadness. And just to be there, just to talk with him and sit. Sometimes I have dinner with him. 
just in, so he's not lonely. That's so nice of you. It's from what I, hard. I hate this, but from what I remember, Ian wasn't very nice to me. So. Oh yeah, he's not. Well, he has. Well, he has a little bit of reputation. <laughs> yeah, but I'm happy to see that you know you're helping him out because if I was there, I would definitely be helping out too. Um. I mean, if there's anything I can do to help out, if there's anything I can do to help out five minutes away. Yeah, I can definitely let you know. I mean, I've been going over uh, twice a day for the last, since April, since it's wow. And I go over and, you know, because he never had anybody there. He's never had help before. He's always had someone taking care of him. And all of a sudden now I didn't have anybody. So he trusted me and he knew me and Sue loved me and she loved the dog. So he... He felt comfortable with me coming to him and helping him, and it's been—it's tough. I do a lot of work, and but it's—it's it's good. I'm, I'm glad to be there for him. The yeah, it, you know. good life, you know. Yeah. They still have black lab. Yeah, Cooper's still there and Bella, but you know he is going to be moving because he's—he can't take care of himself. It's really hard. So he's moving, and we have to find a home for Cooper, and possibly Bella, and the two cats. So I'm going to see if I can help him by putting the cats and Cooper into some of the Facebook groups I'm in. Maybe we can find some homes for them in Bucks County. Thank you out to us about Cooper, because we're looking for another dog. You are? Absolutely. Well then, you Cooper is your dog. Do you have another dog at home? We have Petey, and he loves dogs. He well, loves dogs. We have to talk about, we'll talk about this off the podcast, because Cooper doesn't like other dogs. Ah. Yeah, that's a shame. Small dogs, yes, but enough. We've tried a couple times with other people, and they took the, took Cooper home. It did not work. He's just, a, he's aggressive with other dogs. But a small oh. dog like a Cavalier, he's okay with. Because they don't pose any threats. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Cooper's a good dog. He just needs somebody that maybe like a single. Like you might know someone that has no dog. That would work out fine. Absolutely. Well, I'll keep my ear out for you. Yeah. And for you. I'll post it. I'll be posting it up probably this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Bert. Uh, what's that? Why don't um Why don't we leave the people with something positive? Let's oh, talk absolutely. about Let's positive. talk about positivity. <laughs> um. Well, tonight I went to um, one of my friend's mom's is actually, uh, I don't exactly know what to call it, um, but I went and got a healing session tonight. Um, what it does is it's almost just like meditation, except she's leading the way the whole time. My eyes are closed, focus on breathing, and there's crystals around me that are focusing on my energy. And I did that tonight. And I haven't felt better in the past two years than I do. Now, you can do this as much as you want. It's $80 a visit. And it's fantastic. I've only done it once. So it's not like, you know, I haven't seen extreme change. But what it does is it it, it just it helps you cleanse yourself of the negative energy. Where, so, did, where is this at? You could... Hapra Horsham. What's it called? Give me one second. It's in Hapro Horsham. Hey. What's the name of your mom's healing session place? Uh, Soul Spirit Salt Spring. That's called Soul Spirit 
Salt Spa. Okay, well, we'll put, you know what? Pepper we'll throw this in the podcast. We will put a link in there for that. People want to try it. She would talk to them and have them on the show too. It'd be great to talk to somebody in that in that area. Absolutely, she would probably love to. Sure. Very passionate. So you really felt the difference after this? I felt I felt lighter. You know, I felt like there was weight taken off my shoulder. I felt like, um, you know, if not all, most of the negative energy that I've had stored in my body over the past years just evacuated immediately so it's definitely something not just for you to look into anybody who's listening to this right now you need to look into getting a healing session if you're feeling any type of way especially with so um if you want i can uh send over a contact for her tomorrow and uh you can reach out to her yeah, send that over um, tonight or tomorrow, doesn't matter when, and you will have your show up tomorrow. I'll do the editing. I'll probably edit everything tomorrow morning, get it live Saturday. That'll be a good show, and you know, get that information to me. I'll put it in the podcast, along with, all, well, yeah, I've got your links to all your stuff. Um, that way it's up there, and I'm hoping to get like three or four YouTubes done this weekend, so that should be up by Sunday, too. Beautiful. Okay. All right, cool. Next Keep me updated. If you want to, if you want to have me on here again, I'm definitely down. Oh, you're going to be on again because next time <laughs> I have you on, I know that you're going to be even, you know, further up the ladder. So Absolutely. we're, we're going to be watching you very closely. Oh, I hope me. so. I know you will. You know, we all we love you out there. We all miss you. I love you too, Bucks County, Bucks County Bites, and Miss Martha. <laughs> We love you, Burke Smith, and keep making that music. We want to hear more. Always, baby. I'll never stop. <laughs> Take care of yourself, okay? All right. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And to anybody who's still listening, you're crazy. I love you. Thank you very much. You're awesome. Thank you. Have a All great right. one. See you. See you. Bucks County Bites. That was Burke Smith. I love that guy. He is the most powerful, lovable, strong, just driven person. And he will make it to the top. I know he will. I just see it. I see that Eminem quality in him. And he's got it. So we're, we're just going to be keeping up, checking him out, seeing how far he gets this end of the year and into next year, 2021. Let's, let's see 2021 to be better than 2020. Nothing could be worse than this year. But if you believe in yourself, love yourself, and just be inspired by everything that's around you, you can make it happen. You just have to be compassionate no matter what you do in life. It will be happening no matter what it is. Whether you're in law, whether you're in medical field, whether you're in music and entertainment, it doesn't matter. Just believe in yourself, be passionate of what you do, and it can happen. Love everybody, be treated with respect, treat people with respect, be kind, just be there for people. Everyone, have a great weekend. Bucks County Bites will be coming back at you next week. 
Have an awesome day. Saturday, this will be broadcast, so have a good one. Bucks Candy Bites is over and out. My mind is playing games, this horse around, I'm trying to sleep But this demon running right beside me, yeah, he trying to eat Got a hold up on my flesh, leaving scars up on my brain I'm a fucking animal, I lost myself, no one to blame you be